hi guys welcome back to my podcast i really love you guys so much if you are returning again from the last episode thank you so much for coming back i really hope that you enjoyed the last episode and please if you are first time listener please go back to the last episode that's if you have not listened before i'm very sure that you will learn a lot from that so please go back to the last episode and listen so we'll be talking about a very important topic that i feel like young people students working class everybody needs to talk about because in these busy times people are just caught up doing a lot of things and in the actual sense we end up not doing anything because there's no really progress and all in what that we do so i'll be talking on the topic balance today the balance and trust me i'm not always alone on this show so i'm with somebody this evening and guys if i introduce this person and all of our qualifications (laughs) even me that wants to do the introduction god i am already scared like um i don't know she has just taken me off my feet with all of the things that she does and she has been able to balance them well i'm i'm really really impressed and i would really like you guys to learn a lot from her so i'll be doing a quick introduction of our guests today. Our guest today goes by the name Anima Shaun or Lami Lacey. I'm going to list all of, like, not all, like, part of the things that she does just so that you understand the importance of balance, like, how she has been able to balance all of the things that she does. So she's the current president for the chemistry department in Lasso. She's she's serving currently as the GenSec of RCF Lasso. She used to be the former general secretary of RCF. She's currently serving as Region 2 Vice President Admin. She's also currently serving as LP42 President. That's all of those things are in like redeemed. There's Lagos Province 42 for the Redeemed Christian Church of God. She serves as their teens president currently. In the National Teens Affairs, she serves under a support group for teenagers as the assistant lead education and training programs. She leads a group. Okay, she said that she pastors a group that God is the leader. So she pastors a group called Light and they are into evangelism and discipleship. She also works under TEDx Lasso as the lead organizer. She used to be the event, the lead event manager for Google Developers Club Society of Lasso. She works under an NGO called Danny as the assistant lead in education. Guys, like give it up for my guest today. Like all of these credentials for one person is too much. Like it's, it's really just impressive. So we're going to be talking this evening to, I call her Sister Lacey. <laughs> so we're going to be talking this evening to Sister Lacey on how to balance everything that we're doing, education, academics, spiritual life, 
your intimacy with God, the Holy Spirit, and everything. So, very, very welcome, like a very big welcome on the show, ma. We are really, really privileged and honored to have you on the show today. It's, we don't take it for granted. Can just greet the audience. Hello, everyone. Like you rightly said, um, well, I'm Lacey and Marshawn. And um, yeah, I'm privileged to be all of all those things you mentioned. <laughs> and then I'm honored to be here, really. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for your audience. Yes. So we're just going to dive right into the video, guys. Oh, not video. I'm very sorry. We're going to dive right into today's episode. I listed a lot of things while I was introducing our guests, so I would like her to explain to us like how do you juggle all of these responsibilities, everything that you are able to do by God's power, how do you juggle it and still manage to like excel at all of it. Sorry guys, I forgot to include that she's a scholar. <laughs> I cannot just be revealing a CGPA here, but trust me, this lady is a scholar. Like scholar. Scholar. Agba scholar. <laughs> so how are you able to juggle all of these things and still like be excellent at it all? make good grades and all of that all right so firstly i would i would i would give god all the glory really for you know all of the places he has placed me in to serve and to you know represent his heart and then i've worked with you know a particular principle from the bible how that i can do all things through christ who strengthens me and you know another principle is um um is um is this scripture how that's um he um through him we um through him we live we move and we have our being mm. and another should be um he does the work in us he gives us the ability to will and to do right mm. so yeah god has really been helping me to balance all of the so many things it is he has involved me in and it was not as though i <laughs> I went to some of these positions really some of them came as um as an offer well i'm Lisa, would you like to be this person you feel you're the best person to you know fill up this position to take up this role and at those points i went back to god right i'm not sure i ever gave anybody a straight yes answer if god has not told me you know i always took my time to pray and you know when god says yes lacy i'm always like father i'm not sure i can do this coupled with the already things i already have on my plate right and this new responsibility but then it keeps whispering to my ears i can do all things right through christ who strengthens me and then i understand that i'm not going there just for myself to you know gain titles and all of that but i know i'm going there for a purpose to glorify god to represent his heart so the question how have i been able to balance all of all this um, I, I listened recently, right, or I got reminded about God's vision and God's provision, how that when God gives you a vision, it backs it up with provision. So if it is not God's vision, you might not have the provision. You would most likely not have the provision. So I would say God has been faithful in providing strength, providing virtually everything I need 
to balance these things and i've also learned some other things such as you know delegations i've learned how to effectively manage my time she says something about me being a scholar right and i really give god all the glory for it but then god has really helped me so much in my academics such that my personal life my personal development as a person in my academics in my finances and my career in other in my personal life where i'm not seven you know i'm not seven people in my mm-hmm. personal life it has helped me to grow and i feel one of the ways right with coupled with god provision is effectively managing my time and being able to delegate being able to motivate my team right motivate my team get them emotionally involved in the communities in the um in the um, ministries for you know for those places i'm serving in the province region and what have you so yeah i think those are the few things that's helped me so far in balancing okay so from your reply you said a lot of god helping you god helping you so would you say that god is like the major factor would you attribute like all of what you do the balance and everything would you attribute it to god like oh the holy spirit helping you telling you to oh that makes sense that you have this person is going to say this so this is just a reply that will make the meeting short so you can meet this other meeting that you have so we just say that the holy spirit is like the basic option like he's the one that just sets everything right and makes you have time to balance all of that you're very correct actually how that god is the foundation of my balancing however when god speaks us is to obey and act right transformation action is actually the last word in the last simile the last step in transformation you need to absorb whatever word you've listened from god it's just like god telling you all i'm this is stand up and plan your schedule and you're like god i want to sleep right so i've battled a lot with laziness right and then as time went by i started responding to what it is god is saying started scheduling my time and then yeah i consciously prayed because everything was not as smooth as i was looking currently i'm going to be dropping some of this position very soon and you know it's been a long way back right there were times i had you know a team that we are just carrying the positions and i had to consciously pray about those persons because i knew they were going to drag me in regards to the vision we are working for and also they were going to drag me if i was going to be taking their responsibilities coupled up with mine i knew i was going to lag in one aspect of my life so i related everything to god and i had the confidence like i said earlier as long as it is god that placed me in these positions i believe that he would see me through it and he has been faithful in seeing me through it yeah okay so we bless god for seeing you through <laughs> we pray that god will see every other person in this kind of position also or aspiring to be in this kind of position through also so while you were talking you said that action is the last yeah. yes the last um yeah the last word in transformation transformation. thank you so are you saying that that is the place of discipline that is where discipline comes in like you listen to the holy spirit you act on what the holy spirit you don't just leave it down to the holy spirit to do because you know that as believers as christians sometimes we tend to have that confidence that ah 
should be God that said it. So there's no how God is going to put himself to shame. Or So something will just happen and something will happen that even if I don't end up doing my part, God yeah. will cover up for me. Yeah. So um, I just really need you to explain to us what the place of discipline is. Like, is there really a need or the Holy Spirit just naturally cover up for <laughs> us when we lag in what we're supposed to do? Because there are times that we actually want to do it, yeah. but something just comes up and we can't. And the Holy Spirit actually covers up for us. So can we just like stay on that lane and like, oh, the Holy Spirit is going to cover up for me? Yeah. Or is there actually a role that discipline plays? That's very funny, actually. <laughs> you know, the part of the Holy Spirit would play the role right for me. Yes, discipline, but then before I talk about discipline, I must emphasize your personal relationship with God. Because if you're going to be old, then it's just like um it's just like um Moses. Imagine Moses going on on his own will or probably being sent by the Lord to deliver the Israelites right from Pharaoh and all of that and then he stopped communicating with God they would have ended up in the wilderness they would have perished probably in the Red Sea or you know so many encounters probably they would have been you know slain by probably the Assyrians or you know all of their enemies and what have you so I must emphasize that your personal relationship with God is one you must want to you know hold on to and take up to you know the next level at every time in your life and then discipline you have to be disciplined god gave you the vision yours is to pursue the vision and finish it and complete it you know jesus christ was talking about how that um i have finished this work i have you know i have glorified thee on earth so yeah God places man to achieve his purpose. He will give you the vision. He will back you with whatever you need. But then you need to be disciplined to achieve these things. I can't be sleeping in my bed when I have not communicated with my team. They don't know. I'm Apparently, I'm like the lead in some of these organizations, right? And they, they don't have a direction. God has placed me to be, you know, seemingly their leader, right? to tell them what to do imagine if i'm lagging in my path every other thing is you know and then you really need to be disciplined disciplined should not even be um should not be what we should um gamble what we should gamble on exactly so you need to be disciplined the holy spirit is not going to come in form of a dove and help you write your notes or help you read your book there are are so many times whereby i felt like sleeping there were times in rcf for example when i was the assistant general secretary we were um, going through our handing over process and then we were being interviewed and then as an executive at that time you needed to stay till the interview process was over there were times we came back very late during exam periods i had the holy spirit tell me all i'm lazy you're not going back to sleep you're going to read and then coming back home very tired they have sleep now because your body and all of that but then i just had to obey and you know stretched a whole lot to study and you know i was just doing extra so when my friends that does not have this plate that i have when they are sleeping i am reading because i know they have read and then me i was not reading i was probably in you know a meeting or what have you so i know i just needed to stretch and i'm grateful for the process that's really lovely so you said that discipline is very important in whatever we're doing but then our personal relationship with the holy spirit is also as important yeah okay thank you very much ma
for that so you also talked about like the body not being um, what you can overwork so that means all of these things that you do comes with stress because I mean see the introduction that's like a really long list of what you do and that's not all of the things that you do so how are you able to manage stress take myself for example if like stress is too much for me i can just begin to cry like by myself i'm just stressed and i'm like lord i'm tired of all of this how am i going to do and i can really just begin to cry and have an outburst or something so for you that does like a whole lot i don't even do for what you do really (laughs) and how do you manage the stress that comes with all of this how do you not have an outburst or are there times when you like have an outburst and you're just like no i'm done i'm done yeah there were times whereby i was like i was done (laughs) right there were times whereby i felt like i was done i'm not going to do this i even questioned god did you really want me to do this right because at, at those points, I really felt like, you know, it was not going to work anymore. At some point, I felt like, especially now that we're close to writing exams currently, I'm like, oh, Father, my books are there. This and this and this and this are there. You know, I have to be committed to them. I have to be committed to my academics too. I really need you, God, to, you know, help me and, you know, what have you. So, yes, definitely, I've been stressed. I felt like giving up. I felt like this was not for me. I didn't hear God clearly. I felt the whole lot. But I think one of the things that helped me um, is the people I had around me. Right? I, I remember my mentor telling me, Ola Milesi, if it is not worth it, don't do it. And then, you know, Jesus Christ telling us as well that once you fix your eyes on the, you know, he was talking about how that he fixed his eyes on the hope that was set before him and he endured the cross. All right, so we can liken that as well to the responsibilities placed in our hands, how that we're fixing our eyes on the impact the people would get, right? I mean, I'm sounding like a motivational speaker, but it's not for really at this time in your life. Another thing that has helped me is this. I remember I read um, First Corinthians thereabout where it was talking about transformation process. How that mm. you know when you behold the Lord, you go from one level of glory to another. And you know I remember you know there was a particular period in my life late last year where I was really stressed. I was doing a whole lot of things, juggling a whole lot of things together, and I was losing out in the process. But then whenever people see me, they're like, well, I'm lazy. you're looking so fine, your skin is this. And I'm like, you guys don't even know what it is I'm doing. You guys don't know. I barely slept over the night, and you know what have you. And then I feel like it was an aftermath of spending time in God's presence as well, because I really believe that whenever we spend time in God's presence, we receive spiritual strength and we receive physical restoration. Mm. And I'm quickly going to say this: um, I'm going to liken it to the story of Jesus and the Samaritan woman. When um, the Samaritan woman, you know, when he was conversing with her about you know drawing water from the well of Jacob and what have you. And then before that scenario, we saw that the disciples wanted to buy food for Jesus. That was what they went to do. They went yes. to get food for Jesus. And then after the whole scenario, when they came, it was like, I have meat, you know, you know it not of, right? I am 
full you know my meat is to do the will mm -hmm. of the lord and then you know he was not as hungry as he was before he was i'm not even sure he was hungry at all right so he received physical restoration at that moment he was spiritually strengthened and, you know those are some of the things i keyed into and i operated in you know it was the grace of the Lord over my life. But then years have been stressed. There are times where I cried. I went to meet my mentor. I was like, no, 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 I can't do this. And then, you know, the word he gave me is still something I'm holding there. How that if it's not what it is, it give up. And I just, you know, come back again. Oh, yes, this is what it is. I should not give up now. Yeah. So, so you talked about talking to your mentor, having people around you. And you also mentioned sometime before while you were talking about your team, leading your team. So I'll be asking like three questions in one. How that, is it really important? Like what is the importance of having a team? Because you spoke about delegation. So can you like be a one-man army and still have this balance that we're talking about? Or you need a team? to like carry your hands like the story of the battle when yeah. Moses had to lift his hands yeah. and then Aaron so, had yeah. to support his hands and all so do you really need a team to support you for times when you'll be weak you talked about talking to your mentor and having people around you the role of those people how is it that important because yes we have the Holy Spirit we can always talk to the Holy Spirit about everything yeah. so uh those people like actually very important your mentor encouraging you to go on can the Holy spirit do that for you is there a need of accountability to anybody so i would just like you to like answer all of those questions for us all right um let's start with it um, it is important you have it um yeah it is very important you have it team. Um, now um, I understand there is a saying that goes, if you want to go um, fast, yeah, you walk alone. But if you want to go far, you go with a team, right? And then yes, I found myself in a situation whereby my team were lagging and they were delaying the job and I had to step in for them. But then I saw that me stepping in for them was a whole lot for myself rather than inspiring them to continue what it is they started. Mm. But then I'm not saying that your team would always be the best. They would always be like a robot that you would just control and they would do the actual thing. Some of them would flop. Some of them would never do it, do it at all or what have you. But then it is really important you have a team. Imagine being the president of a province and then we have different departments such as music department, drama department, ocean department. Apparently, you as a president can't do all of all those things together. You just mm -hmm. need to, you know, you just need to work with the, the persons that, you know, that in these positions to make sure that whatsoever it is, is um, whatsoever it is that needs to be done, you know, is done, mm -hmm. right? And I feel what you could really do is, um, if you're, because I know there are some persons that really like doing a whole lot of things by themselves. They just feel like, let me just do it. It's would, you know, it's going to be faster. It's going to be more productive and all of that. I feel like, um, I don't want to use the word danger, but then if you can inspire your team, inspiring your team does not mean you're just giving them orders and then allowing them work on their own. You have to make them accountable to you as the team lead, right? So you're not just leaving them to do 
the assignment it is you give to them you're also giving them sometimes i use deadlines sometimes i use what's up how is it going in your team because my team has a team as well okay. in some of the organizations i'm in they have a team for example in tedx lasso um we have the programs team we have the media team we have um the publicity team and those guys have volunteers under them so i'm in all of their group pages right but then i try to monitor the activities sometimes they are compelled like maybe 50 100 you know messages but then i try to take my time to see what is although we still have a courting page where we get to talk or you know what have you another thing that could really help your teamwork is being interested in their lives mm. now we had physical meetings where we just talked right i've had meetings with some of my teams where we just ate you know we spoke about over food you know building a relationship with them it would inspire them to serve better and i said something initially about getting them emotionally involved i feel actually for those in the workspace right now those that are currently working they just come to work probably for just the pay and then they don't seemingly see the impact their work exactly what they are doing in the lives of others mm. so you know i read this book um the rules of management and then that was where i learned about how to get your team emotionally involved let the publicity team see their impact in publicizing the program mm. let the program team see their impact in creating topics for the speakers and you know all of that let them see the impact they're making mm. so i feel this is one of the way you know your team can work better but then yes it is very very important to have a team around you don't give up on the idea of oh everybody is going to make the work drag or what have you but then see yourself in the leadership position to inspire them to you know work on you know what have you and then you would even directly influ- influence the the lives of your team mm. right before you even influence the life of the people you're serving right so as a team lead you're serving your team and then it is you're indirectly serving you know the people the organization is aimed to serve and you know um over to the second question about um how to be accountable to somebody the people yeah, around you yeah, how yeah. they are important all right so um the holy spirit is our comforter yes. <laughs> right is our comforter the bible explained that to us jesus told that to us and then we've experienced him as our comforter however in romans the bible spoke about encouragers as part of the gifts right mm-hmm. when he was talking about um the gift um he gave gifts unto men and some are givers some are encouragers mm-hmm. and some are he gives so many gifts especially in the book of you know romance where it was written so my encouragers and then yes it is very important for you to have people in your life that speak positivity to you mm. because you can be a victim of negative self-talk the Holy spirit is giving you the positive talk you need but then you just need someone to say to your ears and tell you you need to stop and do things the right way right you need people to encourage you at that breaking point because at that breaking point you might just be hearing your own voice there is a whole lot of possibility you're listening to yourself and then you're you're listening to somebody actually and the person you're listening to is yourself and then yourself is giving you the negative self-talk right and then you, you if you don't stop that cycle you become a product of negativity and you don't want to be that right so that's why you need godly people 
that you know that you can be accountable to it could be your friends it could be someone that has the results you want to achieve someone that has the, the present that is your immediate future right and then following them talk talking to them it could be your parents someone that could just encourage you that knows about the things you're involved in because at that breaking point i tell you yes the oldest spirit is faithful is it all of my breaking points i had to meet someone to talk to no there were times you literally just referred me to the scripture or i'm listening to read this verse of the bible and then yes you know i i um I got edified right at a particular point in my life but then it is important for you to have people around you that just gives you the positive energy you need you know just like you entering or going for a motivational conference and then you you're all you're all energized i don't know it's relative we go yeah. for a conference and someone is giving us energy we're like oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 i would go smash you know everything those goals i'll smash it and all of that and then you know you need those things once in a while so yeah i am rooting greatly for you having a team and for you having you know people that encourage you in your networking i really like the point that you gave about having encouragers in your breaking moments because i personally have experienced times when i had a lot to do and i'm just at that point where i'm like i'm done i'm not doing this thing even when the holy spirit is actually telling you that oh you can't do it the holy spirit is being that positive vibe you need but you just tell yourself like oh see holy spirit i don't yet like i see this one i'm really not just doing it again but yes i've had times when my friends have to like walk up to me and they just it's just like they bring the word that you need at that moment to you Sometimes it's not even your friends, it's like maybe somebody that you just talk to, but it's not like the Holy Spirit just has ways of really passing his message across to us and we're really grateful for that. Can I say something? Okay. Yes. Alright, and then I want us to know that God is as much involved in our lives, even in our breaking moments. There were times whereby people like random people spoke words of edification to me, like random people. Probably I was just walking and you know, I probably I'm just walking and you know, as I'm as I'm, I'm currently in a breaking, you know, moment and you know what have you and then someone will just come to meet me and tell me, God told me to tell you and I'm like, Okay <laughs> You know, yeah, you just you just showed me out. exactly you just showed me that God is really interested in my life. He sees my struggle, he sees you know, this particular point I'm Sometimes it's even like an Instagram post. You're yes, just going on Instagram and then somebody yes. just posts something and you're like <laughs> Oh, thank you God I really yeah. needed this at this yeah. point God is really intentional about yeah. us he is he really is intentional about us so after all of these things that you have said like yeah this yeah that you do this you do that I'm sure that people are wondering like how do you get to balance all of this and still have a healthy social life because the generation that we are in now you can't tell us to just do this do this do this when is the time that we're going to go to the party when is the time that i have time to go out with my friends and just chill on the beach and all of that because you are saying that oh i need it i've heard i need (laughs) this i've heard but when uh, how am i supposed to balance it and i still have that time to just like hang out with my friends take a vacation and all of that because our generation likes enjoyment yes, we yeah. cannot even dispute that fact so how do you balance all of this and still have 
a healthy social life. Right, so um, I'll start out, we are all in the process, right? And that was a particular time in my life I thought I was very busy. Until a friend told me, Ola Melissa, you're not busy all day. And then it was like, I should, um, I should write out the things. You know, it taught me how to make a weekly schedule, right? And then in doing that, I actually so I had, you know, less, I had time, right? Because I'm like, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. And everybody, even before I tell you I'm busy, like, oh, Lisa is very busy <laughs> and all of that. Until I, I started seeing, you know, consciously that, oh, I'm Lisa, from this time to this time, you're actually not doing anything. You're not in a meeting, you're not in school, you know, and then this is the time you have. So during those times, you know, I try to similarly, I try to similarly have fun, right? I try to have fun. I try to, you know, post on my Instagram page. I try to post on my WhatsApp, check up on friends. And then, yes, yeah, sometimes too, my friends are good people, <laughs> right? So, you know, some of them would tell me, oh, I'm Lacey, we're facing this day. We're going, to, we're going out. We're going to eat. Some of them would just come over to school environment, tell me to come out and, you know, what have you, so that... I can, you know, so that I can have time to yeah, engage with them and what have you. And then, yes, there were time as well whereby I had to consciously dedicate some time to really talk to my friends, to talk to people and, you know, what have you. But then I would say this as well, that you prioritize what is important. Mm. Having fun is important, please, <laughs> right? But then your goals are important too. But then whenever you have free times, I'm encouraging that you have fun cook a meal, you know, go on Instagram, learn how to draw your brows or what have you, have fun, right, go house, go to try a new, you know, go to a supermarket you've not been to before, buy things, a new restaurant, you know, or what have you, go online, search, just, you know, have fun, but then prioritize what is important, prioritize what is important, and I must add this, my mom used to say this, you know, a very long time ago, how that, all I'm listening, don't be busy doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And it struck a chord in my heart. All I'm listening, don't be busy doing nothing. And you know, I feel what she meant was that I should not, I should be productive with mm-hmm. my time. So it's not just enough to be busy. Oh, you're here, you're in a meeting from one meeting to another meeting, and then you're not you're productive. Not exactly. Of what you're doing. Exactly. So I think we should consciously incorporate productivity to our, you know, to our time, you know, to our days, or to, you know, to what have you, to our seemingly business in court. And then I must add this as well: setting goals for yourself. You can set minute goals, hourly goals, daily goals monthly goals, 18 month goals, yearly goals or what have you, it would really help you set a goal and give it a time and you know, watch it better for the results you desire. Mm. Sounding like I have a very powerful motivational speaker in the house. So you guys better take your pen and jotter and be writing this thing down so that you see that I added something to your life. Because that's that's like the purpose of this podcast anyways. Like you really have to learn so that we can just help each other become better people. So we have learned to prioritize. We have learned to have a schedule to know when we have free time. I've also learned to set goals and put time to them so that we're more productive. So this would be like my last question for the night. There is this adage that says that, like, because 
we have established that you have a lot of things that you're doing so there's this english adage that says that um jack of all trades master of none and i know people that actually like solely believe on that adage like you can't be doing a lot of things at the same time and be excelling at all like you need a focus which is your focus pick one that you want to focus on so you know that this is where you want to excel but you have proven different and you have been able to like manage a lot do a lot and still excel at all of it so what like i just want you to address people that think like that that oh it's not possible to be excellent at everything that you are doing at the same time like you need one focus so how do you address people like that because this our generation has proven that doing only one thing cannot make you really successful in this life you have to be able to do a lot of things me um, what do they call it these days multiple streams of income that's the word so how do we address those people that believe that oh focus on one thing and then you'll be successful at it all right so um in regards to this well, I have a niche anyway, and then like I said earlier, all that um, some of those positions I was offered, right, and I had to pray, God, do you want me to be here? So I went on confirmations, God wanted me to be here, and then I read the scripture too that the Holy Spirit has been reminding me of, all that whatsoever you, no, I think that's the adage, but then it was talking about how that be diligent. Be diligent, be diligent. And I think the hardest goes whatever your hands find doing, do, do it well. Way. Exactly. So my hands has found all of all those things doing. And then I know I am not just going with Ola Melisi. I am going in the name of God. I have mm. to do it well. And then God has been faithful, like I said earlier. But then I always, the mindset I have in regards to all of those things, because I know it's for a period of time, right? Mm-hmm. It's for a period of time. I'm going to drop the position. I'm going to drop the position or what have you. I have, you know, the Holy Spirit has revealed what it is I'm going to pursue in career, in my personal ministry, and you know, what have you. But then I've always worked with this scripture, be diligent. And then all that, he that is diligent will sit before kings yes. and non men. So really, diligence is needed. The fact, it's not an excuse. I tell people. Don't give an excuse. If you feel like you need to stretch a lot more, please do stretch. It's but for a period. You will not stretch forever. Glory to God. I'm handing in in few months. I've really been handing over, right? But then I always went with the mindset of I am representing God. His word told me to be diligent in what I find my hands doing. I have to be diligent and committed to it. Be giving only to the service of the Lord, even in communities that are not seemingly you know, Christian, they're not only church, right? Like TEDx, like Danny, and you know, what have you. So yes, be diligent in what you have doing. But then that does not, you know, that does not, um, that does not against you finding your purpose, right? Understand what God has called you to do on earth, right? Alongside the other things, right? Understand what God has called you to do on earth and focus on what God has called you to do on earth. God did not give the apostle well yes about spiritual gifting that's like another topic but then god stated it clearly in ephesians how that he gave some apostles he gave some evangelists he gave some you know pastors he gave some prophets and you know what have you he didn't just say he gave one or all of all these things to just 
each of us one person or what have you so yes you have a purpose but then in service you're serving as well in different capacities make sure you do it well okay and if i'm having multiple streams of income please will have multiple streams of income <laughs> please have multiple streams of income so yeah i don't know if that answers so so you're saying that yes there's a need for focus yeah but in service you still have to be diligent yes. not just because oh this is what god has told me that i would do you focus yeah. solely on it and when other things come along you're like oh no i don't have time i'm focusing yeah. on what god yeah. has called me Since to do you're sure that it is god has called you to serve so please serve serve diligently, diligently. I hope we are noting these things down because I tell you, me that I am sitting with this lady, I'm learning a lot. So I really don't want you guys to miss out. I really hope that you are noting all of these things down. This is like free TED Talk. (laughs) What would I call it? Empowerment program for free. So we're very, very, very honored to have you today, Ma. Like it was a really nice time talking to you. I personally learned a lot. And I'm sure that everybody listening to this has also learned one new thing, or if not more than a dozen of new things, because I really learned a lot from this. And I'm so grateful that you could do this with us this evening. Thank you so, so much, Ma, for coming on the show. Thank you for inviting me to the show. We're very honored, Ma. <laughs> yes. So, guys, this is where I draw the curtains on this episode. I'm really, really, really grateful that you guys stood to the end. I'm, I'm hoping that you learned a lot because personally, I did learn a lot and I feel like I have new strategies to use for the next few years of my life. <laughs> so I really hope you guys learned a lot. Thank you so much for joining in today. Next week is another exciting episode and I hope that you'll be back here again to listen. I am signing out as your girl, Mika, and thank you guys for listening. Bye. Have a good night. We pray that God blesses you. We pray that he increases you. pray that you find balance in whatever you are doing. If you are at a point right now and you are confused, you don't know which direction to go, you don't know what it is exactly that God is saying to you, we ask that the voice of God be clear to you. We ask that you receive direction. We ask that you come out of that confused state. God holds your hand through this phase. We ask that you receive balance in all that you do. There's productivity in everything that you have laid your hands upon. You see results in the name of Jesus. Thank you guys so much for joining in and have a good 